Thank you all for being here. I really do appreciate it. You guys already know that. And I see you guys have been subscribing. Thank you so very much. Give yourself a pat on the back as well, because that means you are practicing. And that is always a good thing. So thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart for subscribing. And if you have not hit the subscription button, please go ahead and do that today. Help a girl out as I help you out. All right. All right. I do believe in that, you know, one hand washes the other type of thing there, guys. So thanks again. Thanks again. Thanks. I can't say thank you enough. As you know, we're working on this testimony from how to become an expert court reporter. And we're working on this testimony from the uh, Commerce Commission. And so we are on part three. If you have not practiced part one and part two, please be my guest. Help yourself. It is on here. For those who have been following me, though, on to the next. Uh, let's see here. What are we going to start off with? Um, let's go ahead and get into some of the phrases that are in this particular part that we're in. Um, we'll be going to direct examination, but I do want you to have these phrases. And here we are. Ready? In five, four, three, two, one. How long have you been? Ever since. I had the. With the. Railroad Commission of the state of Georgia, they have since that time, but not you know. Of course, was not. I do not know whether that or not, Mr. Hudson. 
that you have of the I was at that time I do not know anything have not you do not know it was I do not you do not know whether you do not know anything that is all will you please state your name and occupation where is place of business South Carolina I would like to know whether or not you have a mileage from the Atlantic Coastline Railroad Company. Please make up a brief for that because you're going to hear that a million times and yes sir moving on let's get to the dictation then shall we part three Interstate Commerce Commission. I'm trying to get there, y'all. Give me one second. Here we go. Um, let's see here. Is this? Here we go. We've got the lawyer, Beckett, Mr. Beckett, B-E-C-K-E-T-T. And then we've got Mr. Hudson, W.D. Hudson, that is, General Merchandise. Um, Hudson is H-U-D-S-O-N, of course. Who else are we going to have in here? Because I believe we're going to have some colloquy later. Um, or is it in the next section? Let me check this out right quick. Examiner Smith is going to jump in here. And Mr. Calloway is also going to jump in here. Who else? That's all I see for right now. All right, let me back this back up. Ready? We are on page 62, people moving right along. Direct examination with Hudson on the stand. Ready? In five, four, three two one let's write Beckett 
Will you please state your name and occupation, Mr. Hudson? Hudson. W.D. Hudson, General Merchandise. Beckett, where is your place of business? Hudson, Ridgeland, South Carolina. Beckett, now I would like to know whether or not you have a mileage book which you bought from the Atlantic Coast Line Railroad Company. Hudson, yes, sir. Beckett, now, Mr. Hudson, I would like to know how often you travel between Ridgeland and Savannah. Hudson, two or three times a month. Beckett, I would like to know whether or not in traveling between Ridgeland and Savannah, you have had your mileage pulled from Ridgeland to Savannah? Hudson, yes, sir. Beckett, and will you please state whether or not you have had it pulled from Monteith to Savannah? Hudson, yes, sir. Beckett, and will you please state whether or not you have had it pulled from Monteith to Savannah? Hudson, no, sir. The conductor claims that under the law, it could not be pulled in the state that you use the mileage on. He said that the distance from Monteith was 10 miles and he charged me a quarter. That was last night. Beckett, did you start from Ridgeland to come to Savannah? Hudson, yes, sir. Beckett, what is the fare from Ridgeland to Savannah? Hudson, it is a dollar. Beckett, you did not pay a dollar, did you? Hudson, I never have paid a dollar because I use mileage and they always pull 39 miles. Beckett, you did not get off the train? Hudson, no, sir. I notified the conductor I was not going to get off. Beckett, and you completed an interstate trip, did you not? Hudson, the mileage we use cannot be used in the state of Georgia, and I bought it in Richmond, Virginia. That is Atlantic Coastline mileage. Beckett, now, on the question of the distance between Charleston, South Carolina, and Savannah, Georgia, on the Atlantic Coastline, I want to show that the Union Station has no distance placed on it at all, but that the 115 miles is to the Boston Street Station. The Bolton Street Station is farther than the other. I have received an Atlantic Coast Line report 
to the Railroad Commission of South Carolina, contained on page 199 of the 33rd Annual Report. Examiner Smith, what is the date of that report? Beckett, 1911. It was the only copy that I could get. On page 193 of this same report, the Southern Railway gives the distance from Hardyville to Savannah Union Station as 14 miles. Wait a minute. I have to, to figure this out. 20.4 miles while the distance from Hardyville by the Atlantic coastline as shown by their report is 24.5 miles. I do not think there is any dispute that they run over the same tracks. Callaway, may I see that a moment? Smith, did you wish to introduce the rate? Beckett, I shall have a fair receipt from Monteith to Savannah. Smith, which Mr. Hudson got last night for part of this trip from Ridgeland to Savannah? Beckett, that is right. Yes, sir. Completing the trip. Callaway, Mr. Hudson, this cash fare proposition has been in use since the change in the mileage book. Hudson, it happened last night. I have paid it before once or twice when I made the trip from Montiel. I used to go to Montiel to see parties there and I would come to Savannah rather than stay around Montiel. I do not remember the cash fare I paid at that time. Callaway, that was the first time you ever did that? Hudson, oh no, I have done it often besides that time. Sometimes I would get off the train and then get on again. Callaway, what was the occasion or reason of your doing that? Hudson, to break the trip. Callaway, if you could use the mileage. Hudson, I did not use no mileage. Callaway, this time you did not get off the train, did you? Mr. Hudson, no, I did not. Smith, there are two cash fare receipts for 25 cents, I believe. One is offered by Mr. Lipman and the other by Mr. Hudson. They are similar, I believe, in every respect, and both were received last night. Callaway, it is not disputed that both were used on a trip intended from the beginning to be an interstate trip. I take it from Ridgeland to Savannah. Examiner Smith, they will be received in evidence. The receipts so offered and identified 
was received in evidence and thereupon marked, quote, Lipman Exhibit Number A, comma, received into evidence January 13, 1914, comma, close quote, and is attached here too. The other receipt referred to, so offered and identified, comma, was received in evidence and thereupon mark, quote, Hudson Exhibit Number B, received in evidence January 13, 1914, comma, close quote, and is attached here too. We will stop right there, take a little break, take care of some sponsors, and we'll be back with part two of the Interstate Commerce Commission. I hope you are really enjoying this practice. Please hit the subscription button, and I'll be right back. Hello. Are you interested in starting your own podcast? I think Anchor FM is the best. Here's why. With easy and fast setup, you'll be a pro in podcasting right out the gate. There is no additional equipment to buy because you can podcast right from your phone, your laptop, or your desktop computer. Anchor has great editing features such as music and even splitting your podcast in sections. And Anchor does all the distribution for you to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google, and more. And the best part about Anchor is you can make money with no minimum listening audience. So, download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Thank you all for rejoining me this evening as we are on part three of the Interstate Commerce on Let's Write Steno. I'm your host, Steno Duchess, and also known as Sandy, and I am back with part two, so I don't like to waste any time because I want to do some work with you on this. So let's go ahead and finish this up because we're about to finish this up. We left off with... Examiner Smith talking about the evidence that has been received and identified. Beckett, ready to write, should I say, in five, four, three, two, one. Beckett, I will offer in evidence a copy of a letter signed by, is there objection to this offer because of its being a copy? Callaway, no, sir. Beckett, I will offer in evidence a copy of a letter signed by W.J. Craig, comma, addressed to the Railroad Commission of the State of Georgia, comma, dated March 30th, 1907, comma, referring to the complaint of Mr. S. Lipman of Ridgeland, in which he says, quote, 
referring to the complaint of Mr. S. Lipman, comma, of Ridgeland, comma, South Carolina, comma, in regard to the matter of the rate assessed between Montiel and Savannah, comma, Georgia, comma, by referring to our local passenger terror, comma, in effect, July 1st, 1904, capital I, period, capital C, period, capital C, period, N-O, or abbreviation for number, A-86, comma, page 79, comma, it will be seen that Montiel is shown to be in South Carolina instead of Georgia, and the distance is 14.4 miles. I am unable to explain how this mistake should have crept into the tariff. Montiel is a small flag station, and this happened to be the first time that this mistake has been brought to our attention. The correct distance from Montiel to the Union Station should be 10 and a fraction miles charged to the 11-mile tariff comma, 33 cents. We shall proceed to correct accordingly at once, close quote. The letter so offered and identified was received in evidence and thereupon marked, quote, Lipman Exhibit Number C, received in evidence January 13th. 1914, and is attached here to Beckett. I think, Mr. Examiner, that is all we have. Whereupon the complainant rested. How much time do I have? All right. <clears throat> Back at the beginning. Let's work with this. Let's work with some Q&A. Ready? This is going to be Beckett and Hudson. So I'm going to be Beck and Hud. Ready? Three, two, one. Let's write. Beck. Will you please state your name and occupation, Mr. Hudson? HUD. W.D. Hudson, General Merchandise. Beck. Where is your place of business? HUD. Richland, South Carolina. Beckett. Now, I would like to know whether or not you have a mileage book which you brought from the Atlantic Coastline Railroad Company, Hudson, yes, sir. 
Beckett. Now, Mr. Hudson, I would like to know how often you travel between Ridgeland and Savannah, Hudson, two or three times a month. Beckett, I would like to know whether or not in traveling between Ridgeland and Savannah, have you had your mileage pulled from Ridgeland to Savannah? Hudson, yes, sir. Beckett, and will you please state whether or not you have had it pulled from Montiet to Savannah? Hudson, no, sir. The conductor claims that under the law, it could not be pulled in the state that you use the mileage on. He said that the distance from Montier was 10 miles and he charged me a quarter. That was last night. Beckett, did you start from Ridgeland to come to Savannah? Hudson, yes, sir. Beckett, what is the fare from Ridgeland to Savannah? Hudson, it is a dollar. Beckett, you did not pay a dollar, did you? Hudson, I never have paid a dollar because I use mileage and they always pull 39 miles. Are you catching the briefs? Are you getting the briefs? Again, three, two, one, Beckett. Will you please state your name and occupation, Mr. Hudson? Hudson, W.D. Hudson, General Merchandise. Beckett, where is your place of business? Hudson, Ridgeland, South Carolina. Beckett, now, I would like to know whether or not you have a mileage book which you brought from the Atlantic Coast Line Railroad Company. Hudson, yes, sir. Beckett, now, Mr. Hudson, I would like to know how often you travel between Ridgeland and Savannah. Hudson, two or three times a month. Beckett, I would like to know whether or not in traveling between Ridgeland and Savannah, you have had your mileage pulled from Ridgeland to Savannah. Hudson, yes, sir. Beckett, and you will, and will you please state whether or not you have had it pulled from Montiet to Savannah? Hudson, no, sir. The conductor claims that under the law, it could not be pulled in the state that you use the mileage on. He said that the distance from Montiet was 10 miles and he charged me a quarter. That was last night. Beckett, did you start from Ridgeland to come to Savannah? Hudson, yes, sir. Beckett, what is the fare from Ridgeland to Savannah? Hudson, it is a dollar. Beckett, you did not pay a dollar, did you? Hudson, I never have paid a dollar because I use mileage and they always pull 39 miles. Beckett, you did not get off the train? Hudson, no, sir. I notified the conductor. I was not going to get off. Beckett, and you completed an interstate trip, did you not? Hudson, the mileage we use cannot be used in the state of Georgia. 
and I bought it in Richmond, Virginia. That is Atlantic Coastline Knowledge Beckett. Now, on the question of the distance between Charleston, South Carolina, and Savannah, Georgia, on the Atlantic Coastline, I want to show that the Union Station has no distance placed on it at all, but that the 115 miles is to Boston Street Station. The Bolton Street Station is farther than the other. I received an Atlantic Coastline report to the Railroad Commission of South Carolina contained on page 199 of the 33rd Annual Report. Smith, what is the date of that report? Beckett, 1911. It was the only copy that I could get. On page 193 of this same report, the Southern Railway gives the distance from Hardyville to Savannah, Union Station, as 14 miles. Wait a minute. I have got to figure this out. 20.4 miles, while the distance from Hardyville by the Atlantic coastline, as shown by their report, is 24.5 miles. I do not think there is any dispute that they run over the same tracks. Callaway, may I see that a moment? Smith, do you wish to introduce the rate? Beckett, I shall have a fair receipt from Monteith to Savannah. Smith, which Mr. Hudson got last night for part of this trip from Ridgeland to Savannah. Beckett, that is right. Yes, sir. Completing the trip. Callaway, Mr. Hudson, this cash fare proposition has been in use since the change in the mileage book. Hudson, it happened last night. I have paid it before once or twice when I made the trip from Montia. I used to go to Montia to see parties there, and I would come to Savannah rather than stay around Montia. I do not remember the cash fare I paid at that time. Callaway, that was the first time you ever did that? Hudson, oh no, I have done it often. Besides that time, sometimes I would get off the train and then get on again. Callaway, what was the occasion or reason of your doing that, Hudson, to break the trip? Callaway, if you could use the mileage. Hudson, I did not use no mileage. Callaway, this time you did not get off the train, did you? Hudson, no, I did not. All right, people, pushing you a little bit. Hoping you're still focusing on your accuracy. Um, if it's too fast for you, don't worry about it. You'll get there. Just keep practicing. Keep practicing. Stay tuned in. Subscribe to here. Subscribe to Sandra Steno Stenography and Court Reporting Dictation on YouTube. Trust me, I'll get you here. I'll get you there.
All right, that's it for tonight, folks. All right, that's it for tonight. It has been a pleasure uh, reading for you this evening. Thank you. I humbly, humbly respect you for allowing me into your home each and every evening. I can't wait for part four. And please practice in between the days that I don't put out a podcast because it will help you tremendously when I come back with part four. See you at the next, or hopefully you'll be here to hear me at the next podcast. Love, peace, and steno. I'm out. Asia.